0: are you or someone you know suffering from symptoms of burnout Uh, many first responders nurses doctors police firemen even prison guards are having a problem with burnout especially during this COVID pandemic it is causing a lot of pressure hello my name is steve barham i'm an 11 year emotional researcher i'm happiness today on twitter for happiness is no charge which is the name of my work uh in researching the uh subject of burnout and i i have had personally uh some of these symptoms myself a lot uh A lot of them are the same symptoms you find in ptsd and i've kind of realized that burnout is really a type of ptsd going on okay Uh, a person may not notice their shot nerves and having an exaggerated startle reaction and and things like that but many 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 of the symptoms are in both conditions in researching this then I looked up uh, symptoms of burnout and it is the first chapter in uh, my new book how to stop and prevent burnout and that's the subject of this podcast number 16 so what are those symptoms well common signs of burnout in the workplace include anxiety Headaches, lack of sleep, fatigue, and an increasingly cynical outlook on life and work. When I was studying back in the 70s, uh, there was this book on the uh, on the problems of work. <laughs> Physicians and teachers are among types of employees that who who most commonly experience work-related stress, uh, leading to being diagnosed with burnout. But they're not the only ones. Okay, it can happen to any employee in any job and at any stage of professional life. Uh, cynical, jaded, or disillusioned, and is an emotionally based attitude. The technique works on this. It can improve. Okay, some of the psychological uh, symptoms include. Reduced performance and productivity, anxiety, detachment, feeling listless. Now, listless is something that's very interesting. I talk about this in another uh, podcast. Low mood. Well, that's depression. You know, uh, difficulty concentrating, lack of creativity. Huh? Okay. Lack of creativity can be creativity can be blocked okay fatigue negative attitudes towards one's coworkers or job in other words complaints okay low commitment to the role okay loss of purpose absenteeism my uh, my prison guard friend uh, tells me about absenteeism at at, uh, at the prison uh, my, my friend has done 70 hours of uh, overtime this uh, in, in November. Quickness to anger. Job turnover. Cynicism. Emotional numbness, which is something I talk about. Frustration. Frustration was the second thing I did my technique on. And, uh, and it worked. And it went away very quickly. Okay. Physical symptoms of burnout may include exhaustion, generalized aches, headaches, gastrointestinal disorders, uh, hypertension, difficulty sleeping and or disrupted sleep cycle. Disruption is a very interesting term here. Disrupted sleep cycle is a disruption and there's a cause for that and I'll get to it. Increased susceptibility to colds and flus. In other words, there can be an autoimmune reaction, a decreased autoimmune reaction, and a person becomes more susceptible to colds and flu because of burnout. There's a physiological breakdown in the autoimmune system. Something is blocked. Something would be causing that blockage. Guess what? It's the same thing that's causing the disruption sleep cycle, which is shock. And shock goes along with PTSD. And there can be muscle tension. Much of this is from shock. The disruption caused by the energy of the action that impacted us, okay, that gave us a shock it formed emotions and sent signals that told glands and organs to dump continual amounts of stress chemicals the emotional charge did that now in the introduction of my book uh, I have a quote from an article the prevalence of compassion fatigue and burnout among healthcare professionals in intensive care units, a systematic review. Okay, and here's the quote Working in the stressful environment of the intensive care unit, and my mother did this, she was head nurse at the uh, ICU ward, the hospital. Working in the stressful environment of the intensive care unit, ICU, is an emotionally charged. Challenge that might affect the emotional stability of medical staff. The quality of care for ICU patients and their relatives might be threatened through long term absenteeism or a brain and skill drain if the healthcare professionals leave their jobs prematurely in order to preserve their own health. That's a, This is the reason why I quoted this, is because of this term, emotionally charged. I work with emotional charge. It's my specialty. It's what the technique is all about and targets. There is, therefore, much the same... some of the same symptoms as abuse um you can look at it this way burnout is a type of abuse on a person their body their mind their emotions it's negative it's all negative and thus it is a shock all negative emotions and all negative emotional states contain an element of shock the technique i teach works very well on shock of all types physical shock emotional shock mental shock psychological shock it's, you know it's a shock to the psyche it's a shock to consciousness okay i'm going to do something that i don't do here in the book okay and that is talk about these symptoms i don't really go down the list uh, symptom by symptom by symptom by symptom by symptom by symptom by symptom you know to tell you how to do the technique I give you the uh, history of emotional charge I give you the concepts of emotional charge and I give you the technique of how to do the technique on things Uh, but I don't really get specific okay but and, and I'm going to be general here because I don't have a lot of time However let's start with anxiety I have a whole video on anxiety and how the technique works on it okay Um, and this thing called emotional charge is directly connected with that anxiety is full of emotionally charged emotions and what turns on anxiety I found in my 10-11 years of experience and emotional research is the chronically turned on emotion now that emotion might be down and not playing at the moment but something can trigger it something happens and oh 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 gosh i'm getting nervous and anxious okay oh what is that what's causing that huh well there was an association in the subconscious there was a reminder by th- of the subconscious sum- of something in present time, in the situation, and it triggered an anxiety. It triggered a fear. It triggered a worry. It triggered an uncertainty. I have dealt with all of those with my PTSD. Okay, with the technique, this one technique. Okay, uh, you might ask, how can one technique work on all those emotions? The technique works on the energy of emotions, regardless of their frequency. Emotions are a type of energy. Emotion means energy in motion. It does not mean cortisol and adrenaline and epinephrine and norepinephrine or whatever. It doesn't mean dopamine or serotonin or whatever chemical or compound. It means the energy in and of and behind this emotional signal. So anxiety is a range of emotions basically from mild concern to stark raving terror and distraught overwrought panic-stricken and you end up in utter shock and just numb. (laughs) Okay, That's the bottom end of hysteria which is the lower end of anxiety detachment um detachment could be a part of what's called dissociation disorder okay there's dissociation depersonalization derealization i have had all a little bit of all three of those there was a time i was coming back from uh, getting the mail up the street and uh... i was coming back and the world just lurched around me uh i and the world felt surreal and like i don't belong here or this that or the other thing so there's a certain detachment from reality and there can be a detachment from work okay <laughs> my uh my doc one of one of my doctors not my current doctor but one of my doctors <laughs> told me he'd rather be out golfing <laughs> okay well i don't blame him I'd rather be out with my telescope looking at the stars, you know. Okay, what about this feeling listless? Listless means the lack of energy. Do you feel a lack of energy, feeling listless, lifeless, like like even dead inside? Listlessness is a depression range emotion and it has the feeling of having no energy and it is generally from shock uh dr sigmund freud and his mentor dr joseph brewer ran into this one day a uh i think it was a 10 year old boy 10 or 12 year old boy he was on his way home from school he stopped at a he had to go to the bathroom so he stopped at a public urinal and there was a man inside who wanted him to do something, <laughs> and um, well, the kid went into shock, and he ran out of there like a shot and went home. By the time he got home, he was throwing up, he was you know gagging, and and he was just in a state of shock, and he had listlessness, a mood of um stopped in his tracks uh lifelessness he wasn't active right okay so freud ran freud and dr brewer ran into this back in the 1880s they wrote this book called studies in hysteria in 1893 ish and there were several versions so they worked together for about 10 years so this this episode hap- this boy's episode happened in the 1880s and freud noticed the the boy's listlessness okay that is an emotional charge it is an emotionally st- charged state and it's a part of depression so low mood is going to be a part of depression it's going to be a depressed mood it isn't up and cheery right it's a low mood so it's depressed how depressed we don't know it just says low mood well that means somebody just doesn't feel well right they don't feel normal feel out of it maybe a little bit that comes from shock difficulty concentrating is this breakdown in cognizance and that maybe a lot of that detachment and it has to do maybe a lot with this lack of creativity and the lack of will to do something fatigue compassion fatigue battle fatigue combat fatigue it's a type of ptsd okay i went through five years of sickness with my (sighs) graves disease lack of my thyroid burning out and a horrible bout of candida overgrowth in the intestines and the resultant leaky gut syndrome okay I had a uh, thyroid uh, cyst drained in uh, January of 2003 Uh, I started going to a chiropractor for my back and neck issues but it turned out in 2004 he found the uh, leaky gut syndrome and the uh candida overgrowth well i got the candida overgrowth pretty well taken care of in about 10 months okay it's a probiotic it's a probiotic deficiency you need to reestablish your probiotics well the leaky gut syndrome is from that because the uh candida puts down feet like as it's a fungus and it puts down feet and tendrils and makes holes in your intestines so i was leaking bowel matter into my body bloodstream and that goes everywhere i had all sorts of organ and glandular problems and my autoimmune system is just going nuts trying to keep up with it and that and that's what they call the graves disease i think Plus, it attacked my thyroid, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, because it's trying to get at the crud in my system. My lymph nodes swelled up, okay, from all the toxins and crud, right? Toxins and waste, waste matter. Okay, so fatigue, you're not going to believe this, but physical fatigue and exhaustion actually have an emotional component so they are actually an emotional charged thing I have done my technique when I moved here to the mobile home park (laughs) I was thoroughly totally and utterly exhausted physically mentally and emotionally from this three-week grueling move and with my PTSD it was just magnified so at the end of that I was just beat and dragging my feet. How would I pull myself out of that? I have a technique. (laughs) Let me tell you what happened. You're going to be amazed. Because it didn't take long. How long would you think that it would take a person to get out of that? A week? A week of rest? You know, two weeks of rest? Okay. No. How about this? This is the truth. I was walking from my home to my new home to the uh, rec hall which is a good little good little walk not dragging my feet just felt awful and just utterly exhausted I'm in shock and I'm just exhausted But I wanted to check out the rec hall I had a realization of my exhaustion and I started doing the technique on it the thing that you realize is this is not just exhaustion this is exhaustion charge this is the emotional charge component of the exhaustion in other words I am feeling a sensation of this exhaustion it's a feeling you feel it Okay, you've got no energy, listless fatigue. Okay, make sense? Okay, so I start doing the technique on this exhaustion charge. I do the technique, and I do the technique, and I do the, doing the technique for 15 minutes. I notice, hey, you know, it's kind of lifting. My, my exhaustion is kind of lifting. Huh, I feel better. Huh. Well, I went back home. An hour later, hey, my energy's coming back. I'm feeling a lot better. By the end of the day, you know, at at that night, it was it was much better. My my energy was back. I only did the technique for 15 minutes. What if you didn't have to recuperate for a week in Hawaii? <laughs> okay? what if you could recuperate that day and only have done the technique for 15 minutes like i did i'm no different than you really i'm not you might be shorter taller smarter whatever but our body you know really has the same purpose reasons and etc you know the, the the same method of doing things you know some of us are a little more sensitive some of us aren't or whatever you know we're all individuals but we all have the same the same inner guts right the same inner workings okay well negative attitudes negative attitudes towards one's co-workers or job well that's emotional we dislike things we dislike all of this pressure and stress and strain on us so it gives us negative feelings dislike disgruntlement disagreements disappointments etc that affects our attitudes and we project that towards our coworkers or the job itself this job sucks right so the technique in getting at that emotionally charged attitude that we are projecting stops that we stop the emotional charge that dislike charge And the attitude stops. Attitudes are emotionally charged emotion emotionally based ways of projecting ourselves. That's what an attitude is. It's part of our behavior, right? It's an outward action. Okay? low commitment uh let's see low commitment to the role when you don't feel like the role is a good one you got low commitment to the role it's like an actor who doesn't like that role he's not going to do such a hot job right well when we feel like we're being put upon or uh, disrespected or we are not getting on we are not making progress with our job it's a never-ending job hello you know then we kind of lose our commitment we lose our dedication and our devotion to our job and some people just find it too much and they quit so there's a loss of purpose that goes along with low commitment is a loss of purpose a sense of a loss of purpose I was a martial arts instructor for 45 years I had a lot of purpose in helping people learn self-defense now I'm an emotional re- now I, I I got horribly sick couldn't do that any longer I lost my purpose okay and it affected a lot of other things well now I'm an emotional researcher my purpose is to help people with emotional problems by teaching them this technique okay because purposelessness the loss of purpose is an emotional charge it's a charge see I have a podcast on lessness and that loss of purpose is a type of depression depression isn't just about your low serotonin levels it's about loss it's about less and it's about lack of so when a person is listless they have a lack of loss of less energy feeling of energy okay so that lack of energy is going to lead to a loss of purpose a feeling of a loss of purpose reason goals meanings and values okay purposeless reasonlessness which we call senseless this is senseless right and goalless motivationless no goal right okay and so we have things like hopeless and meaninglessness and valuelessness so we have things like hopelessness, helplessness, powerlessness uh, uselessness, worthlessness pointlessness, futility and apathy levels of apathy this can lead to Levels of not caring, loss of caring, lack of caring, less caring, carelessness. Isn't just irresponsibility type of carelessness, but not being able to care. Maybe not even willing to care <laughs> okay, any longer. So, uh, my friend the prison guard uh, talks about absenteeism at the prison especially when COVID hit okay because uh, it really hit the prison hard it was in every cell block etc 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 a lot of people had it and workers didn't want to be around that so there's a bit of lack of dedication and devotion okay that uh det- that detachment low mood fatigue that low commitment to the role you know get That commitment to the role gets hindered when your life could be at stake, right? People think, well, this job ain't worth it, (laughs) okay? Take this job and shove it? Is that the song? song? So absenteeism is a problem, as the uh, quote in the introduction alluded to. Quickness to anger. My symptoms of my... uh, thyroid disease was my first symptom was explosive anger i got angry at every little thing i got upset i got irritated i got frustrated i got mad and angry and i just exploded quick you know snap now anger you know quick instant anger The technique works on anger, but I had a hard time getting it to go down even with the technique because there was another element that went along with the anger before there was anger. That element was shock. At first there was this shock, and then I got angry, and that was the whole key because the thing to realize is it's not just anger it's shock and anger and it's not just shock and anger it's this shock and anger charge and you do the technique with that step one name that emotion step two: add the word charge because that's what we're really after that's what we're really feeling we're feeling a loaded up signal that we call an emotion so with that absenteeism and this job isn't worth it any longer, then you get job turnover. See? Okay? Makes sense, right? People are going to quit. And so you have, you know, turnover. Cynicism. Cynicism is an emotion and is an emotional charge itself. Okay? That would be cynicism charge. Jaded, disillusioned, a uh, a negative attitude uh towards things right okay towards life maybe in general you know a a a a person would just start downgrading things and maybe degrading things and and denigrating things and they might even make it personal they project their cynicism onto others okay we had we had a thing at back at the karate studio. Leave your troubles out on a peg on the out uh, uh, on the wall outside, okay. Leave your troubles outside the studio, please, okay. So that we could, you know, help preserve a more positive, you know, environment for people. Emotional numbness, emotional numbness. Gee, you know, you don't think that could be emotional charge do you well it turns out it is okay it's in, numbness is actually in several places it can be from stress i have been angry and angry and angry and angry until i am just numb i have been fearful in a hysteria fit until i am just numb i have been in a hate-filled furious rage until i was numb uh you can be fearful 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 in stark raving terror or panic or whatever until you're numb and then there's the depression range of numb which we call emptiness hollowness nothingness dead inside it's a type of numb well there's a range up in the stress range with uh Hate and hate, pain and anger, hostility and stuff like that. It's called no sympathy. It's a range of cut off emotions. Frozen, hard, no compassion, no sympathy. Cynicism would be a type of hardening. Uh, around that no sympathy range, it is a cut off caring. They no longer really care. This can be a comment, a joke. It can be a an inappropriate comment or whatever on a blog. This has happened because somebody got cynical about the job or about a person or about life. And maybe they direct it at somebody who doesn't deserve it. So that is a part of their emotional chart, And that would be a type of hardening so that a person is numb but this is even when that breaks down and they just go into shock and are just numb pain is a type of shock physical pain comes with an emotional shock as well as a physiological shock one of the symptoms here uh, psychological symptoms or emotional symptoms is frustration well the second the first thing that i Uh, did the technique on was the was the moment of discovery was a fit of irritation I realized that this was not irritation this was irritation charge started doing this technique and bingo bango, bongo and Irving it worked very well very quickly and the second time I did it was on a foot-stomping fit of frustration I mean I was just livid and shrill and loud you know why is this why is this so frustrating you know and it and it just really got to me and usually without the technique i would be in that state for 20 minutes 40 minutes an hour maybe several hours and just have a ruin and and, and i could even have a ruined day okay a ruined 6 to 8 hours and you just remain in that you know it just ruminates and ruminates it's just overthinking overthinking it, it it's just scenario this scenario that and and what have you. Well, I do the technique, do the technique, do the technique on it, and this frustration charge was gone two and a half minutes. Whoa, two and a half minutes? <laughs> yeah, I was livid foot foot stopping livid and in a couple of minutes gone. Better. Feeling better. The emotional charge was dissipated. That energy left me and I felt better, and I was calm again. This was the second... Well, the, 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 the irritation episode was the first time that I had been calm in seven years. It was the first time in seven years that I had been able, able to stop a negative emotion. And the same thing with frustration. This is the second time that I did the technique and it was the second time that I was able to actually stop a different negative emotion and it kept working and it worked on panic it worked on frantic panic when I lost my keys up to the park and and I'm and after about the fourth or fifth thing that I took down with the technique I go you know Steve you got something here maybe I ought to write this up and uh, tell people about it so that became my work Physical symptoms of burnout, well, we've already talked about exhaustion and how I did the technique and and how my exhaustion was lifted, okay? Generalized aches and pains, well, that's going to cause, that's going to be caused by the stress, and once you get the stress out of the way, those generalized aches should be relieved because they are a part of that stress symptom. The same with headaches, the same with the gastrointestinal disorders, and even the hypertension. I would assume if you are calm and you don't have that stress, then you're not going to be getting those signals and the physiological things are going to ramp down, at least in theory. That can take some work okay but I have used the technique on many types of pain and on some pains it has helped might not help on all medical things and I do not tout this technique as being a cure for anything physiological although that physiological thing may be giving you a charge A broken leg is still going to have to be, you know, set and cast, and what is it, eleven, twelve, thirteen weeks, (laughs) you know, to heal. But you can do the technique on the shock of that broken leg, just like I did my my technique on the shock of my broken wrist, and I was at least out of the shock, and that was before I got a splint. I got it wrapped at the ER, but I got a splint you uh, a little while later at a at a place difficulty sleeping and or disrupted sleep cycle is from that stress it's from the anxiety i had an anxiety episode for 12 hours one day and i was walking from the dining room into the living room babbling to myself and i say and i say uh gee it's the it's the uncertainty that kills you click <laughs> bam you know uncertainty uncertainty is an emotional charge plus there's shock in that so there's this disrupted thing called shock that can disrupt the sleep cycle plus there's this un uncertainty thing that keeps you dwelling and dwelling and dwelling and dwelling and it makes sleeping very difficult because your mind just won't shut off so you get a bit of insomnia so the technique helps with this because the uncertainty charge can be discharged and I did that I was in this embroiled in this uh, thing and I had been doing my technique and doing my technique and doing my technique things would go down but things would come back up things would go I would do the technique and do the technique do the technique they would go down they would come back up and then I had that realization about uncertainty I did the technique on that uncertainty for about an hour but it went away I felt better it all stopped I got a good night's sleep that night and my issue was not resolved for three more days and during that weekend i didn't have any anxiety i didn't have a problem with sleeping i had a good time and even though it was not you know ended in my favor i was able to move forward and move on without being caught up in all the resentment of it not going my way because the emotional charge on that resentment wasn't there see already dissipated that's a benefit no stress no effect on the autoimmune system where I could be increasingly susceptible to colds and flu Okay, that's the next item here okay so if you're not stressed out your autoimmune system is going to respond better if there's no shock to disrupt that your autoimmune system is going to be less susceptible one of the things that was found even back in the 70s 60s and 70s was shock from invalidation you 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 know was disruptive to the autoimmune system invalidation and evaluation were cause for a lower autoimmune response and people got colds and flu that doesn't mean that every time you got a cold or flu that you that you were invalidated but a lot of times we looked for that invalidation and found some if you look before you got a cold for some evaluation or invaluation, somebody put you down somebody said you should do this you should do this you should do this that's an invalidation of your uh, individual choice (laughs) okay shall we say a a lot of times there was one so you'd get that handled and your cold would be quickly gone okay it, it could quickly improve so muscle tension is from emotional tension I'm tense why am I tense why am I so tense well I'm stressed I'm under pressure pressure begets tension which begets strain which begets duress if that continues you get stress if that continues, you get more stress and more stress and more stress until you break down into starting to starting to get fearful and breaking down into worry and doubts and uncertainty. And you break down further into distraught and overwrought as that continues. And then you go into victimhood and down into depression. And if that depression continues and depression continues and continues and continues you get into despondency despair and desperation and you get into suicidal issues this is a syndrome burnout is a syndrome a declining condition with specific characteristics and we just went through some of those characteristics i hope you found this interesting because this can happen to anybody in any job anywhere Okay, you guys, medical personnel, are on the front lines in a war against sickness, trauma, and death and dying. And trauma is contagious. One trauma can, you know, a person can see a trauma can be traumatized so being in contact exposure and involvement with trauma can be traumatizing to a caregiver in any situation even a 29-year ambulance first responder can end up with ptsd one day it happened to a guy in australia he was okay for 29 years tough strong you know seen it all done it all no issues right one day he had two accidents where people died now before he opened the front door when he got home he was fine but upon entering one of his kids asked him if he knew the people he had worked on that day they had seen it on tv he said no Well, one was a well-known lady a couple of houses down, and he was shocked. No, really? She died? That was her? He did not recognize her, nor the other person, a man they knew on another street, but saw many times at a store. He was shocked again. No, him too? Really? That was him? The shock of not having recognized someone that he's working on. And the shock of not being able to save that person got to him and that brought on his PTSD symptoms. The shock from just realizing that he had not recognized those people and it was unable to save gave him conflict and guilt. He couldn't believe it. He was struck with disbelief and probably some other things. He was diagnosed and he spent year and he has spent years with it and he was a 29 year veteran right another very sensitive subject needs to be talked about here and that is physicians and uh, medical personnel medical professionals have higher rates of suicide risk than most other professions male male physicians have a 1.4 times higher suicide rate while women have a rate 2.2 times higher than the general population. This comes from an article on Healthline. Uh, Health care workers are vulnerable to suicide, COVID ni- COVID-19 could make it worse because there's more pressure. This was an article in uh, May 29, 2020. There seems to be many factors involved in this. Uh, One they talk about is uh, residency hours of 80 plus hours or more work, uh, minimum pay, and having to get there early to do uh, pre-round checks and this, that, and the other thing. And so there's a lot going on behind that, but it can also be one of the conflicts that a person has under pressure and under stress that would add to their susceptibility to burnout I have done the technique on despondency despair desperation and many depression emotions And those emotions of suicide, despondency, stop those. And I haven't had a bad uh, suicidal episode in over a year and a half. So I've been through this. I've used the technique on it. Those episodes can stop. They are from that pressure on a person just like the rest of the burnout symptoms. And so there's hope with this technique. Another thing is, there is a historical consideration in medical training that having a patient die is seen as a failure. So, here's a person COVID, in a COVID uh, unit, and this patient's died, this patient died, this patient's died, this patient died, this patient died. So, it's just seen as failure upon failure upon failure. And as a consideration that it's failing to somebody who's, you know, a doctor who tends to be overachievers, you know, uh, patient death after patient death, you know, as has been happening in some hospitals with COVID-19, has an immense mental health toll. It's emotional. Mental health is actually emotional health. And so there's this lack of uh, personal protective equipment, isolating themselves from their own family out of fear of getting them sick, fear that they themselves will contract the virus. One one doctor c- contracted the virus and was a- a- and recovered, and yet she still committed suicide. The depression, the anxiety, the post-traumatic stress disorder like what I have, and suicide among healthcare workers is sadly not a new phenomenon. But there's hope, there's help. This technique helps greatly. I use it on my own. PTSD. I have used it on my own. Suicidal episodes. There's a lot to that. You should see my book, How to Stop Suicide Emotions, thoughts and ideation i describe exactly how to do it so the technique works very well on shock it works very well on these symptoms i have some of these symptoms myself i have gone through many of these symptoms myself i have anxiety i have depression i have some uh detachment i've had feelings of listlessness lifelessness lethargy and motivationlessness purposelessness etc etc that loss of purpose okay many times that doubt that uncertainty okay that wondering what the heck to do that lack of creativity thing okay i have horrible times concentrating i used to meditate i'm i was a 45 year martial artist i was meditating since 1981 up until my illness when i could no longer do it it made me too sensitive the pain uh just got to me things just got to me and i had to stop because it was making me too sensitive it was actually exacerbating my problem (laughs) okay and it has stopped emotional numbness with just that is numbness charge the thing to realize is emptiness hollowness and nothingness are not they are a somethingness that simply feels like a nothingness They are an actual emotional signal and it has a frequency that we call emptiness, hollowness and nothingness and numbness. I hope I know that probably sounds very strange to somebody hearing this for the first time, but (sighs) doing the technique on those made them go away. (laughs) What am I supposed to tell you? (laughs) Okay, this helps in burnout stop the burnout it helps with prevention of burnout because now you can stop the cause before it becomes burnout so get yourself armed and uh, get get yourself the technique and be sure to be on the lookout for my book how to stop and prevent burnout available very very soon in ebook format for Nook, Kindle, Kobo, or whatever device. And it's dedicated to all first responders, medical personnel, doctors, nurses, and anybody who really deals with trauma. I thank you for your dedication to helping people heal. Thank you very much for listening. I'm Steve Barham. I'm an emotional researcher. I'm happiness today on Twitter. And uh, for my work happiness is no charge be well be happy because happiness is no charge the lack of negative emotions and i hope to talk again with you very very soon take care